What's going on guys, Justin of The Critic here. Welcome back to the channel. We're continuing week seven predictions with Florida taking on LSU number seven versus number five matchup. Both teams undefeated right now. And man, for those of you betting on this game, crazy spread right now, 13 and a half. Florida, 3-2-1 and one against the spread. LSU, 4-1 and one against the spread. As far as the statistics go right now, let's run over those real quickly, and then we can jump into my thoughts. Right now, Florida averaging 32 points per game, allowing 9 points per game. Offense putting up 284 through the air and 140 on the ground. Defense allowing 183 through the air and 94 on the ground. LSU... Offense averaging 54 points per game. Defense allowing 19 points per game. Offense putting up 416 through the air and 155 on the ground. Defense allowing 206 through the air and 81 on the ground. And so, obviously LSU had a bye last week. Or excuse me. They had Utah State, which was basically like a bye. Um... They went out there and obliterated Utah State 42-6, to I believe the final was. Florida taking on Auburn in a matchup that really most people didn't expect them to win. To be honest, I was one of those people. And I just really didn't see Florida finding a lot of success uh, offensively. I wasn't really sold on Trask. I'm I'm not really sure I still am. Uh, the, big, the big issue and the big thing that stood out to me versus Auburn was their inability to really cover anybody they had linebackers matched up it was just it was just a whole bunch of match matchup issues and the corners on the outside really just couldn't keep up with Florida's wide receivers that's the reality of it if you look at it um, those wide receivers are drawing multiple pass interferences and then they're matching up slot receivers with linebackers and they're just getting burnt and so um, their defense at the same time Auburn's defense did hold up for most of the game to be fair and they did create a lot of turnovers and takeaways but Auburn just wasn't able to uh, you know put it together offensively as they had in weeks prior and Florida went out there and played their game played well defense stepped up in both the secondary and in the pass rush and they had a they had a very solid performance um, in all phases of the game including special teams and they found the way to win, and that's what they did. And so all credit goes to Florida, man. They came out there, proved a lot of the doubters wrong, including myself, like I said, and went out there and got the dub versus Auburn. Now, what I saw in that game, like I said, uh, was just a mismatch in the secondary, and pretty much Trask, while he while he was facing pressure in, in a handful of moments, for the most part, his O-line did a pretty good job in giving him a decent amount of time in the pocket as, as much as they could versus those, you know, NFL dudes uh, up front for Auburn. And, but coming into this matchup versus LSU, that's going to be a totally different animal. I think it's quite the opposite what they're going to be facing. And it's, it's going to be a, a interesting matchup. Because what LSU brings to the table and what they're known for is being a pretty a pretty solid team in coverage, right? And in the secondary and being able to uh, match up with your wide receivers. However, they they're not necessarily known for getting you know consistent pass rush with those guys that they just have up front. 
with their front four or front three. Um, that's not something that they've gotten consistent pass rush out of those guys. So they're typically going to be sending an extra defender. And however, they they are able to do that because of some of the talented dudes that they have in the secondary and their ability to man up with with guys and and, and play man to man and send extra defenders to blitz. And so, with all that being said. I do think the spread on this game is way too high, 13 and a half. That's pretty disrespectful to Florida, especially the the showing that they put out versus Auburn. But at the same time, I understand it because what LSU brings to the table is the strength that Auburn needed in order to play well against a, a, a team like Florida who really just outmatched them. Uh, from a from a man to man perspective in in a wide receiver versus DB and whenever you know the their linebackers have to go into coverage and when you face a team like LSU not only can their DBs cover but their linebackers are much more athletic those guys are practically you know safeties playing at the playing at the at the linebacker position and so um all that being said I think both of these teams are very good. The biggest question is I I I still am not sold on Kyle Trask. I don't know. Something in my gut is just telling me because in reality if you look at that Auburn game, he really didn't have to do anything special. Um he really didn't have to you know thread the needle and hit tight windows. He was getting some some good separation from his, uh from his wide receivers. They they played a big big role and and I don't I don't knock him for it. He was just doing a good job in and managing the game and taking what the defense gave him and limiting mistakes. He wasn't trying to do anything that he didn't that wasn't required of him. He was taking what the defense gave him. His defense was playing uh, solid football. Uh, Auburn's offense wasn't moving the ball. So, so I'm not saying that he isn't capable of making those types of throws and hitting his guys on time and um, you know throwing dimes to his 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 wide receivers I'm sure he is but we just haven't seen him put in that position before and so playing in enemy territory in Death Valley I believe these this game will be heavily decided on what his what he's able to produce uh, versus this LSU defense who is going to be much better in coverage than we saw from Auburn and so LSU on the other hand we know what they bring to the table up to this point, we've seen a lot of hurry-up play, a lot of hurry-up offense. They've gone to a spread concept, and they're pretty much uh, dominating in the pass game right now. No one up to this point has been able to stop them. Obviously, we can argue that they haven't really played a really good defense up until this point, and I would have to agree with that. Um, at the same time, they have looked good. If you just look at them, if you just watch them play football, you can kind of tell that they are a much different team than we saw a season ago. We usually and typically get a LSU team who likes to run the ball and likes to be physical, dominate at the line of scrimmage, and you know really only go to the pass game when it's needed and necessary. Um, but now they've kind of leaned heavily on that pass game, gone away from the run game. They haven't been able to run the ball consistently, and that's another issue for them, uh, especially coming into this game. If Florida can even slow down that pass game of uh, of LSU. And and really force them to be uh, a run, you know, force them into running the ball again. That could present some issues for LSU because they haven't really been doing it all year long. And so, while I do think Florida is a phenomenal defense, 
I just don't think they're going to find it as easy defending these guys, not only their wide receivers in in, uh, in coverage, but we're going to see a lot of short dump down passes to uh, number 22 at running back for LSU. And at the same time, LSU is still haven't re- they haven't really brought out their their weapon in John Emery Jr. And so uh, that guy is being heavy, heavily underutilized. Maybe they'll they'll uh, you know give him a ton of reps in this game. Maybe he's not ready to. They feel like he's not ready to step up on this stage just yet. I don't know. I don't know why they're not playing him yet. But yeah, in this matchup, I think it's just LSU going to be a lot better in coverage. I don't know what their pass rush is going to look like on a consistent, you know, play to play basis. But that secondary, they're able to put their guys on an island and send extra defenders in that same case uh that could be the same case for florida as well with some of the corners that they typically produce and send to the nfl they are known to have great cornerbacks um, and they have been playing really well as far as the defensive line goes in getting pass rush um, and disrupting the quarterback now lsu at this point, I have them winning this game 31-20, to 20, and that's simply because I trust Joe Burrow right now more than I trust Kyle Trask. I understand that Trask had a good game, right? He had a good game versus Auburn, but once again, he didn't have to do anything, I guess, you know, spectacular. He just took what the defense gave him. His guys got good separation. He hit his guys in stride and let them go out and make plays. In this game versus LSU, I don't think that'll be the same case where he's gonna his wide receivers are gonna find that same type of separation and allow him to make easy throws. I think almost every one of his throws is gonna be need to be dimes. Um and he's just going to have to play lights out and have a really good game. Just limit mistakes, do the same thing. And if his defense can step up and slow down LSU, he he isn't going to be forced out of his comfort zone. He isn't going to have to play above what we've seen him do. And so, um, but at this point right now, like I said, I'm going to lean towards LSU because I think the matchup is more favorable for them playing against Trask, who is going to be seeing the best secondary and probably one of the better defensive coordinators in the country and Dave Miranda um, this Saturday and then LSU playing against Florida who's a very good defense and so that's all I, that's all I have right now man I, I think I think this game could be much closer than my prediction is but like I said right now I got it to 31 to 20 LSU wins um, but it could go either way that's college football. That's how it works. That's how it happens. Anything can happen on Saturday. But with that being said, I'll be doing my upset alert picks, which a lot of you guys might be surprised by who I've got on upset alert. And um, yeah, and that'll close it out for this week's predictions. But with that being said, I appreciate you guys for supporting the channel, supporting the podcast, wherever you're listening. This is Just Another Critic. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day, evening or night. Signing off. Peace. Yeah, stay prepared for the up and down life as I can see.